Johnny, do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. Social sitting across from me is Paul Mattingly. Across from me is Mr. Matt Donald. Another mouth and dials is Jacob the Audio. Dreamy motherfucker. I was early on that. Yeah, a little early. A little early. A little jump the gun. That's what happens when you don't have the old uh, headphones. It's like you're not wearing headphones and like we're sitting in a bedroom in Natchitoches, Louisiana. Dude, your bed is a cliff. Yeah, we're sitting in my bedroom and the bed is, no kidding around. Four feet high? Like if yeah, if it's a, four feet high. If a bed is like a sandwich, you have like a club sandwich bed. Yeah. He literally has stairs that go up to the bed, but even the stairs go up to a level that isn't sufficient no. to properly mount the bed. To mount the bed. To surmount the bed? <laughs> the bed? That's, when, that's when a knight fucks a bed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're designed for shin damage, these beds, if you're not very careful. Designed for shin damage. No, the stairs are what got me. Oh, yeah. I almost killed myself the other morning on those stairs. Just getting out. Just nope. Just walking around the bed. Oh, 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 just not thinking there's a tiny just little. Forgetting there were stairs like next dog to the bed. stairs. They're not like real stairs. Yeah, but, if, but a dog would just bash into the side <laughs> of the bed here. It, it wouldn't do any good whack. for a dog. Yeah. Like, I stayed at the Judge Border House in Natchitoches, Louisiana, and uh, my dog got a concussion. The dog broke his <laughs> neck. My <laughs> dog is CTE now. <laughs> um, yeah, so, oh, yeah, we should say that we are still, this is this this, this is a bank episode that we're recording at the uh, Judge Border House. That's so right. We've been shacked up in a bed for a bed, a bed and breakfast. Yep. For three days here in Natchitoches, and so we were trying to knock out some, some extra content here. Yeah, so we don't know when this is going to air. Yeah, so if you're hearing this, that means uh, one of us got a really good job or really injured. Yeah. That is that is what we have. Or Me. both. We could have gotten injured at a really good job. Yeah, like I'll pay you $20,000 to hit you in the head with a baseball bat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be the kind of job that I'm would... I'm hoping to get this little walk around the strip thing that might come up, and you know you could get really hurt doing that. So. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> oh, the gig that you submitted for? Mm-hmm. So I was, did you get the, the I did, I didn't, on it, too? I didn't put anything no? in for it. Yeah, we've talked about it off air, but I, I, can, like I can confess on there. There's certain... Once, so two things. So I had two agencies. I had two agencies here representing me in, yeah. in uh, Vegas, and the agency that uh, gave me a gig where I was going to make like basically six grand over four days, and then said, "Oh, never mind. You didn't book that. They're, they, they're not actually going to fill that uh. position at all." Just it was everything I hate about Vegas auditions. It was the promise of money. I was told I was booked, and then not only and this has happened to me multiple times in Vegas, and this never used to happen in New York. Not only not not they decided to go with someone else. The part that you spent time auditioning for is just eliminated. Is just eliminated. Mm. And after we told you you got it and we're going to give you money, we've eliminated the position. That is sucky. And it's yeah. just and so that is a shitty way to do business. And then between Hillbill and 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 all the things we're doing with the podcast, I just was like, I feel very like entrepreneurial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Where I'm like, fuck it, I want to be in charge of what I'm doing. And so I, I've not gone out for any of these auditions or submitted for things. And then this gig that you submitted for, that we both were asked to submit for, yeah, is a fun gig. Should be. Yeah. Should be a good. It's, it's a Chicago company, which made me feel good. Okay, good. It's, it's, it's definitely a, in my wheelhouse. They're asking for improv actors to dress up as a giant lion costume mm-hmm. and go. go act these are definitely the kind of gigs that Paul and I get in Vegas. Yep. Okay. Funny, wear a costume. This is Paul. This is where you want Paul or I. And talk to people. And talk to people. We got it, and uh, and it pays really well. Mm-hmm. 
And so I was like, I should do it, but the deadline was that night and I just didn't do it. Yeah. Ah. So I'm just like, I'm not like, it's kind of thing where I need to be very motivated to get all the proper clips together and get, I get it, it done. I wouldn't have submitted had I still had my other gig. And yeah. That's part of the thing. I was getting some audition notices and I was like, shit, I, if I book one of these, it's just the same as the 50 hours I'm spending at this other fucking place. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, this yeah, is yeah. not worth it now. And, oh, and the other agency I, I, that you would send us out, Linda Lang, mm. closed job. Yeah. So I was like, oh, so now the agent that I hate is the only agent the only that represents me. The only me. business ah. you got, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and I should, if you want to be an actor, you got to swallow your pride. Yes, you do. And I should. Lord knows. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to myself. I should have submitted for that gig. But you are in a position right now where yeah. you are focused on the project at hand. Yes. You've got other irons in the fire. Yeah. This is not this is not a time where you have the necessity to grab such a job. No, and all the and the money while this pays well, thing. like everyone knows what I was paid to put Hillbill together. Right. You can go run my Indiegogo mm-hmm. campaign and you know how much money I raised. So when you put that amount of money up against anything that comes up, you're like, I've made a promise right. to these people so to put together a yeah. kick ass show. You're dedicated so I'm just to doing that, that project first. And yeah. that, that it's just a timing thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's totally cool. But so yeah. Totally cool. You'll get back into it eventually, or you won't have to, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, that's. I'm I, hoping we keep. You know. Yeah, we had a great time here teaching. Yeah, we have been. We looking we, forward to tonight. We've got one more night of uh, with the with the improv kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I will say, like, I've worked with other organizations. We, you know, when when I'm talking to people out there who have real jobs, you're not gonna you're gonna be like, shut up. But I'm gonna say, sure, we work hard. Yeah, we do a lot of stuff when we show up. Yep. So like we've done, uh, three class lectures. Mm-hmm. We've taught. Uh, seven hours worth of improv lessons. We're about to teach our, our another hour and a half before we perform tonight. We're mm-hmm. going to do a show. We've done a live podcast for the students. Mm-hmm. You know, like we are, we are, we're for, we're earning our three day keep is what I'm saying. Absolutely. Right. We have put a lot out there. Absolutely. Now, for people out there who have like real hard jobs, I'm sorry, I just said that to all of you. Yes. <laughs> well, but you know, we've worked to get to where we can do that professionally. Yeah, yeah. And. The the true the true hard is the wrong word I always say tedious the the hard the, the the weird thing about when you're an actor is that you have to be likable and engageable you have to be your best self when you're doing these things right so like we all people out there with their sh- with their harder working jobs I, I don't know if you have to do it with such a plum and and likability and hope that they hire you back kind of stuff a lot of times so, you do but yeah. it, but it depends but yeah um I could go for you're a making plum. raw car I think you can kind of raw be a car dick and make ha- a raw you can, car you can once or twice a week be like. Maybe I don't know. If you're, Does that you're, help though? If you're scraping shit off the side of the of a ship. I'm sure you can just curse no, yourself I, silly. I mean, and, you know, if you're the cum mopper at a peep show, <laughs> we gotta start. Uh, I mean, let's not get into dream jobs. <laughs> start looking about the possibility of uh, doing making raw cars, making raw cars, and doing this more often. <laughs> yeah, Jacob and I. Paul was uh, Paul was taking his siesta. Oh, yep. was I? <laughs> <laughs> so good today. And uh, I, I think Paul slept more during the day today than I slept last night. I finally <laughs> caught up with myself. You did. I'm finally me again. You got your maddingly rested. Oh, I needed it. <laughs> mm, I needed it. I tried to sleep like you did. I tried to go back to bed after our, our beautiful bed and breakfast with our beautiful real. I just, I just am loving the Louisiana hospitality hospitality you know the oh, real it's, bed it's, and breakfast yeah i mean it's serious serious stuff here we have lovely ladies making us little breakfast and making small talk making sure they have great conversation with us every yep. morning we can't i can't just grunt and eat like i would at like a hotel i, will, I will flesh it down it was great 
Um, but I tried to go back to bed like you, and that's when they decided that uh, to give the clink test to every piece of uh, <laughs> every piece of silverware and glassware in the kitchen. Yeah. you're right next to the old uh, uh, scullery right there. The kitchen, yeah, the scullery. So you get uh, a little more I activity. Was like, I was like, I cannot imagine what is making the constant clinking noises <laughs> that I am here. <laughs> it's as if they run to go to Egypt to each. See, I would have probably slept like an angel with that, and I have to have my TV on. <laughs> I, I, it was great. Oh, you've been you putting the TV out on your oh, room? I always put the TV on. Feel, um, we're in such these. We're in a house that was built in 1918. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels so weird. The TV in my room, I won't even turn it on. It just feels so weird and out of place. In my feels room. so out of place for you. Yeah, I was I'm like, cool I can't do it. it. No, I watch Cartoon Network all night. Well, the thing is that I'm used to the house full of kids, so I'm I'm sitting there in silence and I'm right. enjoying myself. That's true. So then they finish up the clinking. Yeah, and then the the lawnmower people came by. Oh, I didn't even hear the. And lawnmower I was like, all right. All. But I'm on the upper floor. The, so. the universe is telling me to get up and do something. <laughs> <laughs> Sleepy, damned. Man, no, I, I, I was out. It yeah, was good. So Jacob and I, while you're taking your siesta, mm-hmm. we walked uh, down to uh, Front Street here, yep. beautiful Megadich. There is a restaurant, or not a restaurant? It's like a marketplace. I couldn't figure out what it was. Okay, because it used it had six windows. It was on the corner, right? And it six, I believe it was a restaurant. It seems like some kind of restaurant. Yeah, I think it called itself a marketplace. We didn't go inside. I just was fascinated because it had six big windows out of the main street. <laughs> sure did. All of them. Prime location. Prime location. You can see it from all over the place. Right in the middle of the snazziest part of the of the main drag there. Yeah. All six windows advertised <laughs> all you can eat spaghetti Mondays five to nine. Yeah. Every single window. Well, that's not all you can eat. <laughs> <laughs> that little window of time. <laughs> Five to nine, that's four hours. <laughs> four hours. You can, hardly, you, know, you can barely start on the spaghetti. But I was like, what? Oh, I can eat my plate of spaghetti in four hours. <laughs> can you eat all the spaghetti you can eat in four hours? Yeah, I can eat a plate of spaghetti in four hours. Yeah, but it's all you can eat spaghetti. Yeah, all I can eat is about a plate of spaghetti. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, I looked at that, I was like, <laughs> I wasn't like, whoa, finally, some some out-of-the-box thinking. Someone figured out that what we love is just eating a shitload of spaghetti. Just... I do love spaghetti. <laughs> but I don't like, get it nearly enough. The spaghetti like, has come along. <laughs> but how I finally get to eat all that spaghetti. <laughs> but only for four hours long. What happens is they set it up and it actually is like it's like Lady in the Tramp style. So what happens is it's like <laughs> you you have you can hit all the spaghetti you can eat, but it's one continuous it's one huge spaghetti to every table <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, have to, you have to suck you have your to, way you have to go as fast as you can because the other tables are working on it too if you catch up to the other table you can eat their sp- you can take over their spaghetti it's like a game of risk <laughs> <laughs> can you conquer the entire spaghetti restaurant I've by got, eating super fast i've taken over the eight top that is russia in this restaurant <laughs> <laughs> i've sucked very, all the spaghetti clean it's here. a very thick rope-like spaghetti <laughs> to make sure there's not breakage as you're going along Oh, you really got to get at it. <laughs> I was like, who? Who's like, oh, it's good. Like, I can finally eat all the spaghetti. I it's me. It's string cheese sized spaghetti. But that's not a, at home. I understand like, like oh, uh, you eat spaghetti. Yeah. But like as a motivator to like leave the house, like I got to get me. All I, I can get, eat spaghetti get down somewhere to that spaghetti else. Spaghetti spot. <laughs> yeah. Do you well, know what I mean? Also, you and got Mondays. You got kids too, so spaghetti is a big thing with the kids, right? That must be what they're trying to do: is get like the bring your family out. I guess gotta be part of it, but also, I mean, you as a parent are yeah. probably burned out on spaghetti. Oh, I mean, actually, my kids. Yeah, like I mean, spaghetti. 
They like this like cheese tortellini mm. from Trader Joe's. Mm. And they do and we do that with the sauce or whatever. But they're kids, so it means they like it and then as soon as you buy like enough, they hate it. Like if I cook like ten pieces, uh-huh. They'll want more. But if I cook like twenty pieces, they hate it and they don't eat one. Like that's huh. how that's you're giving me a strange look. This is every parent is like, Yup. Like that's what kids do. Like us like you kind of like, a lot of it, like, they don't like, want like, it. Like when you go like shit, I guess I'll try cheese tortellini again. See if they eat it. Suddenly that night they love it, and like you have more, and you're like, no, you never eat it. Why would I give this to you? Right. You know, like why would I make more? And then all of a sudden, so then the next night, you're like, all right, they love cheese tortellini. I'm gonna make a buttload of it, and uh, my kids will be gonna you know, have leftovers, nice and, and full, and they're yep. gonna go to bed, and and all of a sudden they're just like, no, it's I don't like it today. I don't like it. Who yeah. doesn't like cheese tortellini? It's just kids. It's their place to express power. It's the only time they have leverage. It's when you want them to eat. It's not. Will nothing's I eat. about their appetite. It's just about whether they want to bust your balls. Do, do parents? Like, you tell me when to get dressed. You tell me when I'm brushing my teeth. You tell me what you're doing today. I'm telling you when I'm going to eat this fucking tortellini. One place I got control. It's it. Do parents put kids to bed without supper anymore? No. So they is, won't sleep that long. Is that abusive? You know, I think as as they get older, that might be some kind of threat you might. Yeah, make but like uh, right now my kids are like two and four. So like you just want them to oh, keep that's growing. True. You just need them to keep adding weight. And there's like they're still in that measurable thing where like they you go to the doctor and they just they look at that weight trajectory and it's always gotcha. just about like get them eat more. You every time you go to a doctor they're just like you they basically make you feel like you're starving your kid no matter what you're doing. They're like how many times are you doing this? We're like I don't know once a week. They're like it should be three times a day. Whoa, whatever it is like if it's milk or if it's whatever. If it, are they eating Milk's meat? Still yet? a big thing. Doctors still do the milk thing. Um, is it just vitamin D? What's it's it vitamin, it's vi- vitamin D, calcium, and and as I know, like you'll get more calcium from vegetables, but kids don't eat vegetables, right? So, like, it, okay, you know, and so yeah. like, and it's just the kind of thing where like it is basically like a liquid meal. So I was crazy on the milk as a kid, but so was I, and I, don't like I it have more. I well, that's the thing is like we we are full size, yeah, you know, and then some. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, we're and more. We're beyond. Well, I used to I used to do like big gulp cup worth of milk whoa no it's i, I know and it, it feels disgusting now yeah we did not drink water at dinner no we drank milk no matter yeah. what we were eating i shouldn't say whoa i drank buttermilk that's See? way worse. yeah that's much worse <laughs> I, I got to the point that's why i'm, say, that's why I'm correcting <laughs> myself like no i shouldn't say whoa to that i, I drank buttermilk i drank skim i got to where i was drinking skim but i was drinking a, a whole it's just white water because you, <laughs> you like bluish milk yeah <laughs> i like i like the color blue at the table right mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we would just gulp, no matter what we're eating, just gulp big old things of milk yep. at the, at the table. And now I think about that. I just think, <laughs> I just feel so hot gross. Dog, <laughs> hot dogs and milk. Hot <laughs> dogs I mean? and milk. Yeah. Man. I mean like whatever. Pizza and milk. Pizza and milk. I had a guy on my, I had a guy on you my know, high roast, school soccer team. You know, whatever. Some yeah, whatever pork, pork yeah, loin yeah. and milk. I had a guy on my high school soccer team who would, uh, bring, uh, milk to the soccer field. Oh God. And he would drink milk instead of water well, on see, the soccer field. We talked field. about this, how they're trying to bring this back with the chocolate milk protein yeah. bullshit. When they show people out to play basketball drinking chocolate milk, and I was like, <laughs> I, just <laughs> I just vomit all over <laughs> the place. It's so gross looking. Oh. And we just made my and stomach turn. Shooters, like, actually, bodybuilders drink uh, chocolate milk after working out. Not the healthiest people in the world. And also, it's not just chocolate milk that they're drinking. Yeah. That's some other stuff going on. Yeah, like chocolate, that's it. Yeah, chocolate yeah, yeah, milk yeah. protein shakes. Right. And, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, steroids. It's bull jizz. Yeah. Right. 
Bulges. Chocolate bulges. Nothing but bulges. After playing full core for three hours, chocolate bulges helps me replenish my protein and electrolytes. Nothing satisfies like a mouthful of bullcum. The thermos <laughs> of bulges. <laughs> all in my mouth. Johnny Toro's chocolate bulges. Pick it up at your local grocers. How many times are you feeding these kids bulges? Should be three times a day. Ah, three times a day. Three times a day. <laughs> You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and make a weird recommendation. Buy a bull. <laughs> Buy a bull and milk its prostate daily. Why buy the bull when you get the bulges for free? <laughs> That's what SJ always says to me. <laughs> That's the female equivalent of that old ring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Girl, son, son, people ain't gonna buy the bull if they can get the bulges for free. <laughs> you better lock that up. Watch where you're spilling that seed, son. First off, I like that's the, the the why buy the milk when you uh, why buy the cow if you get the milk for free, right? Right. That's to tell a girl don't fuck a dude right away. Yeah. Right. But like make him take you out a little bit. Make sure. him marry you. And all women hear in that metaphor is that my parents just call me a cow. <laughs> that's all they hear. <laughs> I walked by SJ uh, about a week ago. <laughs> it's in, horrible. I walked by SJ about a week ago in the kitchen, smacked her on the butt as I walked by. And she goes, "Do not just walk by and smack me on the butt." Just playful. Uh, yeah. what? I bought the cow. Oh. <laughs> no. I got hit really hard for that. I almost hit you just yeah. you telling me from here. <laughs> Horrific. I bought the cow. I bought the cow. <laughs> <laughs> and I just said it incredulous uh, like that. You guys are like Lockhorns. Like, Mom, Dad. <laughs> listen, I get it. Horns. You don't want to be a slut or ride the pole. But can you not? Can you come up with non-cow metaphors for me <laughs> Maybe to help me not grow bovine. as a human being? <laughs> not bovine at all. Why? Why? Why buy the pig if you get the bacon for free? No, no, nope, not better. Death. That's worse. <laughs> get the bacon for free. How would that work? You would have to cut up parts of the pig while alive. You would have to put anesthesia on that pig, cut part of him off. Yeah, and he walks around still. Oh. Like, why get it dead? I'm just gonna go eat a lot of spaghetti. It's there's Monday. Some, there's some joke where they like. They Why ride a rhinoceros when you could buy a hippo? There's like a three-legged <laughs> pig. There's like a three-legged pig, and a farmer's like, "Oh, we couldn't bear to eat them all at once." No, no, I don't know. That. <laughs> we love him so much. He's like our family pet. Oh, so we just did a little bit at a time. <laughs> Slice it off. Yeah. I don't know that reader, the, your, but your Reader's Digest version was fascinating. Thank you. That's yeah, it. I like it. That's pretty much it. Okay, so here's the full version of a good one guy's driving down a country road mm. and uh he's doing about 40 miles an hour just chucking along very twisty windy road and all of a sudden he looks out to his uh window next right next to him on the driver's side he sees a chicken running along at 40 miles an hour whoa he's losing his mind what the fuck is going on so he's like well, that's weird he speeds up and he's doing about 55 chicken comes right up against his car again holy shit He's like, and he says, "Okay, fuck it." And he puts the puts the pedal down. Yeah, he's at eighty. Drops the hammer. Chicken's right there. He's doing one ten before he knows it. Zipping Whoa. along this country road, dirt going everywhere. Sounds like me driving to L.A. Chicken <laughs> is right there with him. It is a dirt road between Vegas and L.A. Chicken, <laughs> chicken is right with him at one ten. Suddenly, chicken gets a burst of speed. Pew! Takes off, leads a cloud of dust, tears down this old little side street. He just runs all the way, and you see a barn in the distance, right? And he's like, what the? He slams on his brakes, turns hard, and follows that cloud all the way to this farmhouse. 
And he gets out and he shuts the door and he sees all these chickens just doo, 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 zipping all around this this farmyard. And he's like, what the fuck is going on? He goes up to the house. He knocks on the door. And this old farmer comes out. What can I do you for, stranger? Well, I um, I followed a chicken to your house. It was doing well over 110 miles an hour. Like, oh, yeah. Well, that, that's our three-legged chickens. What are you talking about? Like, well, we got three-legged chickens. They, you know, here's the thing. It's me. It's Ma, and it's our boy. I love a drumstick. Ma loves a drumstick. The boy loves a drumstick. Went ahead and bred up some three-legged chickens so we could all be satisfied come dinner time. Smart. Oh, that, that, right. That's exactly. He's like, that is a brilliant idea. Yeah. Also, that, the ability to do it. Right? <laughs> this is a smart, a smart guy. Not only are you a, a brilliant farmer. Yeah, he's just a farmer. Yeah. You've got, yeah. Like you've he's, got some geneticists. Sure. Yeah. yeah this is, I'm impressed by he's this guy. Like, he's like, that's amazing. Like, show, you, show you my lab. He's like, wow, this could be really something. I mean, you, know, you portray him as content, but he must be an underachiever. I mean, yeah, he, he, you might yeah. have a multi-million dollar idea here. Yeah. And he's like, well, well, how do they taste? He's like, don't rightly know. I ain't never been able to catch one yet. <laughs> I knew. I, was, I knew when the chicken turned. Yeah. That I was gonna hate the punchline of the joke. <laughs> I was like, I was excited about the joke at 110 miles an hour, but as he said he turned and went down the road, I was like, I hate this joke. Yeah. As, as soon as as soon as the farmer said that they ate the drumsticks, I knew exactly where we were going. <laughs> nope, they've never had them. They haven't. They've never had drumsticks. And he's like, why buy the chickens? You can have a fluffy omelet from Waffle House for free. (laughs) 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 Yep. Good old fast chicken joke. Uh, Yeah, classic. Classic fast chicken joke. I mean, everyone's going to be telling that to the the office as soon as they get off off with us. (laughs) Honey, nobody wants to fuck a slut when they can fuck an elephant. Go ahead. Press pause and go 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 run that by your coworkers. See how yeah. the three like a chicken joke goes over. Let us know how it goes. <laughs> please, please spread it far and wide. It's I would have Paul retell it so that you can really get it, uh, really get the, the the whole thing down. But next uh, time, feel Paul, free to rewind it. Next time, Paul tells it. I hope it's Monday at five o'clock so I can just eat spaghetti for the entire telling of the joke. Yeah, this for four hours. I'll t- I'll turn that into a four hour joke. There's a way. So I sped up to 68 miles an hour, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and here comes the chicken right there next to me. So I went up and sped, went ahead and sped up to 70, <laughs> and there's the chicken. Just go 67. Go every mile. I slowed down a little bit because the light had turned, but I thought I could time it. And sure enough, the light turned green. I lay back down on the gas. Yep. 72 miles an hour. Weirdly, the chicken stopped at the light, too. <laughs> I didn't think didn't the chicken have to. would obey the signs, but it did. Clearly a very smart chicken. And then there was a train. So obviously I had to stop for the train, and that took quite a while. Let me describe the train to you. <laughs> Choo-choo. That's the sound that it made. The chicken, <laughs> while flightless, can achieve limited flight. <laughs> and with its speed and velocity, accompanied with its light burst of wing flapping, sure, sure. It, yeah. jumped the ch- it jumped the train. But then it waited for me on the other side. That's the weird thing. It just sat there. It, it was watching the other side of the train. <laughs> That's where I was like, what? Why is it not? Conti-? But it didn't. Nope. What, is, what is the heaviest? Bur- 
like basically, I was just thinking like <laughs> turkeys flap around a little bit, but they don't go. They don't fly. They don't fly. Mm-hmm. What's the heaviest oh, bird that flies? There's stuff like California condor, the the white pelican. Basically, I was just thinking like if a chicken could fly, like they imagine the size of that thing coming in for landing. You know, the awkwardness of like a big hunk coming. Would have big old wings. Yeah. yeah. I guess there there probably were certain chickens that could fly at some point, right? Sure. Probably, we just yeah, bred like, the flight out of them, yeah. right? <laughs> That sounds like you're using we, a euphemism. I don't know if we, we did. We just bred the flight yep. out of them. Poor guy. You don't gal. think we did? I don't know if people did. I, I don't know. I wonder. Ask that farmer who, who got him a third Or leg. is it the same yeah, situation a, like... A geneticist content farmer. <laughs> yeah. Is it the same situation as like the dodo, which just had no natural predators on its island, Yeah, they never need to develop flight, yeah, or, I don't or know. lost the ability to fly because it just right. could walk around just as easy. I bet about uh, three or four days after this episode airs, when we uh, record the next episode, uh, we'll find out. Or you think because of scoop mail, or do you think yeah. we're going to do research after this? No. <laughs> I think someone will tell us. I am interested in the history of the chicken. <laughs> there we go. I the great now- part is, by the time we air <laughs> this episode, you're not going to be interested in it anymore. Oh, no. And I'm then not, we'll I have the scoop mail, we'll and you'll be, be interested again. I think I still I, I eat a lot of chicken. Okay. I like chicken. So I'm interested in how it became a chicken. <laughs> I don't eat much chicken, Matt. <laughs> no. No? Okay. No, no. There you go. I mean, I've been I've been a carnivore here on our, our trip, but I don't, yeah. uh, I, don't, uh, I do raise when you when you ate um, when you ate meat regularly. Did you eat, did you eat a lot of chicken? I did. I consider okay. chicken like because uh, this is the with, they talk about this all, uh, with Ray is the the, the uh, people consider chicken like nothing, right? Like, but it's pretty heavy duty, right? So like, if I'm eating chicken, then I'm fine. Like mm. red meat, bad pork, bad. But I'm eating chicken. It just is like, hey, my everything needs protein. I should put chicken on everything. But it affects your cholesterol it and just sure. your, bad. Yeah, your caloric storage and your cholesterol and everything it's is just as bad. Probably worse as if you're eating three-legged chickens. <laughs> well, who knows? We'll never know. Never know. We'll never Can't know. catch them. Oh, damn it! I Unless wish. you sneak up behind them while they're watching the other side of a train. <laughs> I, remember, I remember I was driving my car and I saw a chicken come speeding right next to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I looked at my rearview mirror and there was a three-legged man with an axe and a stump in his arm. <laughs> <laughs> Get him. Come running up behind me. You know, I've just noticed. We're, the idea that a third leg would make you faster in any way. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, it would slow you and trip you up. It would make you the most awkward walking weird Unless animal. it was specifically designed with like a hyper uh, hummingbird type muscle. <laughs> <laughs> no, the third leg is so much faster than the other legs. The other legs that when just... you get to that super run, it's just one leg making you go beep, 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 beep. It's just like super <laughs> hopping. You're not even running. You're just hopping. Speaking of being corrected by emails, well, that's like you know when the the horses, the horse racing, yes, racing horses, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Racing horses, the horsey races. You know, for a long time, people didn't had doubts as to whether all four of a horse's legs left the ground at one time. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had to prove that through photography. Yeah, did I did prove hear it. about that. Yeah, yeah. Same thing with the three-legged chicken. Yeah. All legs are off the ground when it's doing its little boop, 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 I will boop, give you, I, I just put in a Google search, largest living bird that can fly. Okay. I will give you $100 if you can tell me the type of bird that is, that is the largest bird that can answer? fly. Uh, according to this, there is. Okay. It is not the. It is not like the the widest wingspan. This is heavy. This is, this is uh, mass. Heaviest, heaviest bird. That heaviest heaviest bird that can fly. Now, fly that. means sustained flight, or are we talking? I think fl- I think sustained flight. 
Okay. I'm going to go with duck. Okay. So we know Matt's wrong. Mm. <laughs> I'll go with buzzard. Okay. Um, no to both. I thought it was going to be some weird, like, large duck in some country. They'd be like, have you ever heard of the... It is a... The Chilean Corey, sea duck? A Cory Bustard. Cory Bustard? Yeah. Aww. I went to school with him. Yeah. <laughs> he was a good kid. C-O-R-I-B-U-S-T-A-R-D. That's how he spelled it. Uh, he always put a heart on the eye. <laughs> we always were like, something's up with Cory. The, the male's weigh... Fishy ab- pants. The male's weigh about 18 kilograms. <laughs> 18 kilograms. 18 kilograms. Cory Bustard. Yeah, it's an African bird. What does it do? Uh, Wingspan of about three meters. 80 feet. That's 80 feet. Okay. Yeah. Three meters is like a yard. That's nine feet. Nine feet wingspan. That's that's a big bird. I'm terrible. You are terrible. (laughs) It is a big bird. Nine foot wingspan. Well, we knew you were too. You thought a three-legged chicken would run faster, so we know you have no concept. (laughs) And also, according to this, the largest bird that ever flew... Was a uh, an Argentavis magnificent uh, mag- magnificence had to be named after yeah <laughs> that, uh, that was uh, weighed about 120 kilograms 120 a kilograms that's a heavy thing that lands on the top of your in the roof of your 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 car your dodge yeah. is fucked do you see um the the did we talk about this the other day the the reptile that they just unearthed somewhere we talked about it on the plane oh okay. Okay, I was not a part of this conversation. Yeah, this it was. Uh, a, a I forget where they. I forget where they found it. A flying reptile. A flying reptile. Ooh. Um, the the uh, the wingspan on it was uh, right about forty five feet. Forty five feet. Yeah, it uh, ate dinosaurs. What a bad day. Yeah, you see that coming down at you. Yeah. Oh boy, it was a flying lizard. Danger from above. This is we've discussed this. With oh, snakes. that's right. Because you because you said um what what did that evolve into? And yeah. I said we're sitting in it right now. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're sitting on plane. the plane. Yeah. yeah. I wondered. <laughs> it evolved into a United flight. I wonder if it ever developed feathers, but probably not. Because like it's not like Archaeopteryx. Right. But it was but it was apparently an evolutionary dead end at some point, or just got yeah. nuked with the. Uh, Possible meteor, ice meteorite, age, ice whatever. age, whatever happened, right? Whatever mass extinction event, right, right, went down. Something that would be something if those things or were it's still just around. been hiding in the woods. This is a forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> the well, that was the other. That was the other thing. I did. And just watched the documentary on the Mothman on Amazon Prime. Okay, and she was like, "Well, what was it?" And I was like, "It was the Mothman." She goes, well, what was it? I'm like, it's the Mothman. I was the I uh, the sidekick in... for the Tick, right? No, well, that's Arthur. He is Moth. Yes. But uh, the Mothman. That's not the documentary you were watching? Were you ever into the Mothman? The documentary, quote documentary? The documentary. On the actual existence of Mothman? On the on the Mothman. He had quite an appearance in the 40s and 50s. Okay. And they had all this interesting documentation about it. He's got a statue of him in uh, Mount uh, Point Pleasant, West Virginia. That's precisely where he shows up. And he's got those crazy red eyes. That's he what shows people, up to this day. People, I am, he hasn't shown up in a long time. I don't know that I believe in this. <laughs> that's <laughs> not that's me. not a fair representation. <laughs> that is the statue in in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Well, let me just say that's a bullshit representation. Uh, go He's ahead and say it. A lot scarier than that. So you, but he dressed up like a moth. No, they don't know what it is. They think it's some kind of creature. But honestly, it's just like the joke I was telling. 
people are driving in their car, and all of a sudden, <laughs> I, I kid you not, watch the documentary. They're driving in their car. All of a sudden, they're like, I was going 40 miles an hour, and this thing was flying right behind me. Big red eyes. I saw it in the rearview mirror. I know what the fuck's going on. So I sped the fuck up. It kept up with me. Like it was. Oh it, my it would stick It would stick with them like going 70, 80 miles an hour. <laughs> and some, farmer. Sometimes it would land on the hood and well, freak my, people out. My son likes wings. I like a wing. <laughs> my wife likes wings. So I made the Mothman. You bred a Mothman? <laughs> I bred a Mothman. Let me tell you. What else have you done? <laughs> well, I, let's start off with how I fucked a moth. <laughs> yes, let's start there. <laughs> Please, now, let's start there. Uh, uh, I fancy myself a, a farmer by trade, but uh, as a hobby, I've been fixing all of God's mistakes. <laughs> like the lack of mothmen. <laughs> <laughs> On November 12, 1966, five men who were digging a grave at a cemetery this is near Clendenin, West Virginia, uh-huh. claimed Clendenin. to see a man-like uh, figure fly low over the trees. Uh, this is often identified as the first known sighting of what later yep. became known as the Mothman. Mm-hmm. Um, must be true. Why? Why was it taking five mi- five minutes to dig a grave? The fat guy, big old fat guy. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's a big grave. <laughs> I'm so glad it was Fatty Eric who died. Otherwise, I'd be alone and when looking I saw up that at the Mothman. sky. But I have four collaborators. Thank goodness you died when you did, Fatty Eric. <laughs> To Fatty Eric. <laughs> to Fatty Eric. <laughs> it is through his death we have discovered the Mothman. We would like to credit him as the person who found him. Three days later, uh, two young couples from Point Pleasant, Roger and Linda Scarberry and Steve and Mary Mallet, uh, told police they saw a large gray creature who, whose eyes glowed red yep. when the car headlights picked it up. Yep. They described it as a large flying man with 10-foot wings. Yeah. Following their car while they were driving in an area outside of a town known as the TNT area, the site of a former World War II munitions plant. Yep. So this is all in the, in the documentary. I, I read a I read a thing. Yeah, years but we're ago. all hearing this for the first time. You know the documentary, right? No, I'm just saying, watch the documentary. It's fascinating. I read a thing years and years ago. <laughs> I don't think of that. I mean, it's not <laughs> It's fun. It's fun to watch in the background. Although Anne was like, she was in. Oh, she she gets well because. I've told you about how there's yeah. that bullshit that went down at her grandma's farm when she was when she before she was even born in the sixties. Stop you right now. Are you talking out of school? She me mad that you're talking about this? No. Okay, go ahead. This was when my Does this involve a Mothman? No. It involves um Bigfoots. <laughs> Bigfoots big Bigfoots and UFOs. Big, big feet? Big feet? Big, big feet and UFOs. Is the plural of Bigfoot big feet? It big happens. Foots? Big feet. It other, happened. I feel big like big feet. Right, it right. happened right. But now here's the here's the thing. So Forget the big feats and the UFOs. Done. <laughs> but <laughs> check. But just <laughs> all right. Pretend for a moment that Bigfoot and UFO and alien UFOs don't exist. Yeah, great. <laughs> okay, good. If, if you have this power with uh, through hypnosis, could you <laughs> tell me to forget the chicken joke I just heard? <laughs> I'll never know. I was I was going seventy two <laughs> miles an hour. <laughs> Still kept right up. You're going Choo-choo. very fast. <laughs> You're going very right. fast, and a chicken is right so there. So where Anne, Anne grew up? So not where Anne grew up. Well, yes, part of where Anne grew up, where her family is from and where mm-hmm. they still live now, just outside of her grandmother's farm, on her grandmother's property, mm-hmm. just two weeks ago, there was a murder. They discovered a body. A guy murdered a lady and buried her right on my gr- 
my wife's grandmother's property. This is truth. This is true. No this one happened. leave. There's been a There's murder. murder. My pearls. Uh, yeah, this is Who true. Who can solve the mystery? Only Mothman. <laughs> and it's really sad because Ooh, red eyes. because is the guy they caught the guy and he confessed to the location. Oh, for like plea stuff. Oh. But it's awful. So and, how uh, long ago did this did this murder take place? Like a month ago. Oh, it was she, recent. Yeah, oh, because she'd Jesus. been. Oh, she, I thought you meant they found an old, no, yeah, like an old yeah, body. Yeah. No, oh, okay. she'd been she'd been decomposing there. Ooh, and uh, like uh, animals got to her, so they had to get this uh, hardcore forensics team in Ooh. because they had to separate human bone from animal bone and find all the stuff, and it was just like. Just a headache. Man. Good lord! Really sad. Really sad. You think it was a headache for them? But, but it was right on. Think about the woman that got killed on her grandmother's property. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I feel bad for the squirrel that died trying to eat her. Right. <laughs> oh shit! I'm stuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <damn> <laughs> uh. Yeah, it's sad. But uh, here's the thing that I so I did what you, a, you what never what grew a up weird day to find out that your backyard someone buried a body in your backyard. Yeah, yeah right. That was a it. weird like, day. Shut down your road. Yeah. You can't get to your house for a bit because they had to shut down your road. Creepy. Oh. Yeah. So Pennsylvania backwoods. So I have fake grass in my backyard. So to, to bury someone there, you'd either have to tear through the fake grass or peel it up. Yeah. Kind of like a kind of like a bed sheet. <laughs> and then you could bury the body under there and then put the grass back down. <laughs> so like this come out like some kind of like sod log in your backyard. Right. <laughs> you go like, home. Hmm, huh, what's that? Must have whacked weird to the rain. Yeah. I, I don't know what's going Got on. Got some with swelling my, in my uh, grass <laughs> with my astroturf, but it smells like butthole. You can't, you can't, you can't bury shit in my backyard. No, <laughs> fucking a, d- fucking one-eyed, one-legged pigeon couldn't hide in my backyard. <laughs> we just knew where that guy was. This is where I have the Easter egg hunts for the dumb kids. <laughs> we, t- we do try to do an Easter egg hunt. I was like, we have no yard. I don't know why we're doing this. <laughs> just throw them all in the pool. Yeah, yeah. Go get uh, all the kids. Tr- I'm going for the Easter eggs. The it's down there. It's by the drain. It's in the drain. It's sucked down to the drain. Uh, Easter egg hunts. Um, nothing like in the in the sticks though. Finding Easter eggs from like six months prior. Yeah, yeah. And being like, this candy's all right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and eat this candy. <laughs> See, we never did. We never did the plastic eggs with candy. We oh. would do the hard boiled eggs that we would that we would paint. Oh well, you yeah. don't want to find those. Like, and then they you would want to find them later. What we wouldn't because the animals would come along and eat them. <laughs> Before you even get them? Yes. <laughs> there were plenty you of know times. Who, you know who believes in those East, you know who believes in the Easter bunny? Those squirrels. Yes. <laughs> squirrels and raccoons and pigeons. You guys don't understand. Just one more Once year. Once a year. One more, <laughs> drop these eggs. Hard boiled eggs. <laughs> They're good. They're really good. They're really good. I don't know how they get them like that. My parents would take so these. Good. My parents would take the hard boiled eggs out and hide them around the house. This is out in the fucking woods and swamp and shit. As Anne's grandmother got the call, they're like, yep. "We found something in your backyard." She's like, "Oh, Easter eggs." I've been needing, <laughs> I've been needing to do a full, full sleep, do a sweep. full perimeter sweep, but I haven't gotten around to it. We do. We would line of FBI people looking for. Easter we egg. would we would dye a dozen <laughs> eggs, and my parents would take them outside and hide them around, and uh, you find four. Of them. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was not weird for me to go out there and find like nine or ten. Meanwhile, and my parents would be like, "There was one over here." <laughs> Meanwhile, the stinkiest raccoon farts you've ever smelled <laughs> oh were happening God. in the area. <laughs> just sulfuric, yeah, egg dye and sulfur just fucking boiling through those. Oh, animals. wait, that's not a raccoon fart. That's the scent of the Mothman. Oh, Ooh, check out those red eyes. 
<laughs> I, you know, you guys never grew up with the Mothman. No, legend. no. Jersey Devil was the only legend that was around. He's a similar pi- creature. Pine bearing. Jersey Devil is smaller though. Jersey Devil is small hoofed. A diminutive small, thing. diminutive hoofed hoofed man. Probably, probably related to the chupacabra. I think so. I think it's very. I think it is, the Jersey Devil is definitely the 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 uh, chupacabra of of. Uh, <laughs> We didn't have any of those things, and I think it's because we had um, alligator and wolves and poisonous snakes. <laughs> you, you had plenty yeah, right. of readily <laughs> identifiable <laughs> predators. Yep. <laughs> enough real evil monster shit yeah, coming like, out the woods. If you, go around, if you go up around shit that doesn't eat you, then you're going to make up stuff that's going to eat you. <laughs> we didn't have any of those but things. if you can go outside and just look at stuff that's going to eat you, you don't... You don't oh, that's going to eat me. The imagination right. doesn't reach beyond it. I nope. think you're right. Isn't that funny? <laughs> we, just, we feel guilty not being at the top of the food chain, so we yeah. invent these guys. Yeah. And what is, is there any legend attached to the Mothman except that he just flies above cars? Well, there's... Does he I, solve crime? No. They think <laughs> he assists the tick. They don't know what his is deal Rob is. Banks? They don't know what his deal is. They think he might be like uh, a portent of bad things to come. Like if you see him, it's going to be bad things coming your way. Okay, so it's otherworldly. It's like a, to like be a, a giant Mothman is going to land on your car. He's otherworldly. <laughs> That's he's the bad also thing like you're going to freak the fuck out driving to work. <laughs> right. He's also loosely connected to the UFO stuff too. Possibly, okay. you know, whenever these things show up. But the craziest thing was. Um, I uh, I felt like I had had an encounter with the Mothman <laughs> of a very sexual nature. I feel like I've had an encounter with the Mothman right now. <laughs> what are you talking about? I, <laughs> I had repressed this memory. Stop it. I no, had you had memory. not. Listen to me. It only came back to me when I one day just happened to be uh, rooting around in my grandmother's closet. One day, I was driving along real fast. I was looking in, in my grandmother's closet, and I opened up uh, one of her cedar chests, mm. and it hit me, that scent, and suddenly, I was right back there smelling mothballs. <laughs> <laughs> such a dick indeed. That smell of mothballs is unmistakable. Such, that mothman had such a dick. Such a dick. <laughs> Those mothballs have a scent that lingers. <laughs> there are many, uh, many, many of the recorded uh, tales of Mothman uh, reported by teenagers in parked cars. Get out of town. <laughs> huh. Yep. And to stop the Mothman, they said Bloody Mary in the mirror of their car yeah. three times. <laughs> and then sucked a dick. <laughs> and then said Beetlejuice three times. Watch a documentary. You'll change your life. Probably yeah, not. No. <laughs> it's so boring. It'll change my life, and that like after it, I'll I will vow to never waste this much time ever again. It was again. funny to me because because I guess Anne had not done a whole lot of Mothman yeah. research. Sure, weird. But I was I was serious. Like as a kid, I read multiple books about the Mothman. Yeah. So I knew all these stories, and I was watching these. It was pretty. It's pretty neat because they did like an animation to it. Mm-hmm. It was kind of fun. Um, when they'd retell these stories, it would make a great story of like a science fiction movie but or they something. They did one and they fucked it up. They did that Mothman uh, prophecies, and it uh, had nothing to do with the Mothman. No, no, no. I would, I would start him <laughs> like off. Like he, he flew. I would write him once. as a freakish figure that would yeah. scare the shit out of people, and then one person gets to know him and knows and knows how he came to be. Right, and he's not uh, an evil person, and then. 
mm-hmm. the town will want to kill him, and you'd have to try to save the Mothman. Well, that's the movie. Time I'm to writing. write that Mothman movie. Save the Mothman. Save the Mothman. Save the Mothman. Save the Mothman. That's all I've written so far. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's good. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to do a little scoop mail. It's not a lot on the page, but I got a lot going on upstairs. Message for you, son. First scoop mail of this episode, dear Matthew, as your pantomime championship at the Northwestern State University solidifies, I am willing to accept the challenge to my title. Fucking your face, Benedictine Victoria Negra, (laughs) pantomime champion of 1993. Who wrote that? I have no idea. Is that? That's Ben. That's Benedict. Oh, is it Ben? It's got to be. Oh, he is a pantomime champion. Of course he is. I forgot he it's is a fan of my champion. He sure is. Let's see. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's Benedict. Yep. That's hilarious. Yep. Benedict, who's the who's the lead clown in O? He is the yes. white, for many years. He's the white clown is an o. insane pantomime. He's I mean, the greatest he's, pantomime. And he did. I did actually remember him telling me that he won stories of being a pantomime champion in Germany. <laughs> and the the words in Germany is everything I needed to be like okay. <laughs> I believe right? you. But I hear I hear pantomime champion in America, and I go like, "You're full of shit." <laughs> <laughs> well, if you were dealing with eeny meeny miny mo. Yeah. yeah, I'm so it's so when funny. I, when I read that email, the first time I read that email yeah. just a few minutes ago, I so hoped. I had a oh, moment of just pure hope. That is Miss Any Meeny Money Mo. Yes, she listened oh, to she show. Listened to my show. Oh, but no. I I was so hopeful for. I just <laughs> I just had a, a just a split moment of like, come on, oh, that's funny. let this be real. No one is like, hey, remember that guy I dated who I thought wasn't really much of a man, but then he ended up dumping me first. I wonder what his podcast is like. No one does. <laughs> no, exactly. Yippee oh, yippee oh, yippee Which who knows when this is airing? But we're referencing episode four eleven, I think. Yeah, something like that. Uh, but uh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that is amazing. Uh, I gotta call Ben because this isn't gonna air soon. That's pretty funny. That One of the wills funny. says hello, everyone, especially Jacob, Matt, and Paul, but also the third person in the Twitch chat. Uh, today's letter comes to you from a post Halloween's uh, post Hallow's Eve time. Yes, even though retail stores have already forced the switch to Christmas decor, I am still holding on to Halloween as always. <laughs> I just wanted to write in to continue a conversation, which began shortly after Paul started to work at the Haunted Museum. Yes, I like this. This this email is uh, very. It has it has a good narrative already. Yes, and it's letting us know what's going on. Paul. What great timing with leaving as I write this email. Yeah. Anyway, Paul uh, Paul stated previously that even though he's a skeptic and atheist, he enjoys the supernatural and paranormal. As I just showed you again with the Mothman. We just wasted our time with the Mothman. I love it. I fall into this same ghost boat. As someone who has worked in the professional haunted house since uh, 2009 and who has written for a mentalist, I find the fact that humans can deeply terrify themselves truly interesting. Right. I agree with that sentence completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, of course, I do not and am not condoning uh, mediums or psychics other than Hillbill or any similar practice of Thank using uh, intimate uh, emotions as entertainment fodder, but I do love when we let our imaginations get the best of us. For me, watching the power and potential of a story turn into kinetic mental energy is wonderful. This could be in the form of an audience watching an improv skit and connecting the dots at nearly the pace and sometimes faster than the performers can perform it, or in feeling that slight bit of hesitation when entering a dark room after watching something creepy or scary. That gets my ghost boat moving. As a skeptic and atheist myself, I am deeply curious as to why homo sapiens have uh, kept the ability to believe in things that frighten us even when the threat is completely fantasiful. 
What is it that misfires in our brains that allows us to stand in line for hours, fully aware that we have paid an admission price to go watch pneumatics move and plastic bones rattle? It's more than just having the initial uh, flight or fight fight or flight response from someone jumping out at us. I'm motivated. I'm motivated by those thoughts that linger and build both in comedy and horror, where the punchline is either a laugh or a jump when the phone rings. Anyway, I know Paul is no longer at the museum, and I wish him the best and lots of rest before entering into his next endeavor. I just wanted to share how a skeptic and atheist might be able to enjoy a ghost story every now and then. Fucking your poop deck on the ghost boat. One of the wills. That's raw car scoop. Nice raw car scoop. Perfectly put. I uh, well, well, very well put. I uh, I like that a lot. Uh, and also because like there is a connection between laughter and you yeah. know like, they they've just like they studied monkeys right, mm-hmm. and what happens is like monkeys will fuck with each other and they find like laughter like the first like laughter in the wild is that like another monkey jumping on the branch that a monkey is on to like whoa 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 I'm gonna shake you off and the laughter is like a, a whiff of danger right. Uh, but not like full danger, right? Right. So it's like, oh, and so like, and and all laughter comes. This is a release of tension, mm-hmm. and so like there is a total connection between. And I always say like that. Ultimately, when you usually break down something that makes you laugh very hard, it actually is usually saying something terrible about human beings, mm-hmm. right? Like I'm not a good dad, or what a terrible boyfriend, or something like that. Is is basically like those are the things behind. Well, that's I'm Mike, an inept human being, so Mike I'm being Myers a bad whole, human. Yeah, Mike Myers' whole theory about it all is. The only reason we laugh is because of a recognition of our mortality. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. It, in some respect, whatever the joke, there is a, a, a little taste of I'm going to die one day and this is all futile. Yeah, and that we don't, if we sit around thinking about that, that's a horrible way to spend your life. And so you have to laugh yeah. to get your brain to pop out of the yeah. dark sadness and abyss of the existence. And only because I blurted it out moments ago, my theory on the rest of it is that, is that with the guilt of being at the top of the food chain, that we know we're supposed to be like these aggressive survivors out in the wild right. from an ancestral perspective, and we're not we're the most cozy you know, lumps of humans now, that like you go to that's things that still... Cozy Lumps is actually would be a great name for this podcast. Um, yeah, it would. <laughs> it's not bad. Especially sitting in these big wingback chairs yeah, in a exactly. fucking antebellum house. You're, listen, I, you're I, currently I, listening I, to episode one of Cozy Lumps. I've been a very cozy lump today. <laughs> it's been really nice. Really nice. So I think you do go to those places just to kind of get that. Yeah, to push yourself back to that cave. Yeah. Like, like what is that sound to, outside to, of the hole? To flirt with that survival responsibility. Yes. Kind of a deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Because that was it. We only advanced as a species by placing ourselves into dangerous situations. Species? Is that the is that the singular species? I don't think so. <laughs> if I, this is a species? I think so. Species? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. What did you say? I got distracted by species. <laughs> but uh, I've forgotten everything else he just I said. <laughs> I want to go like, I'm just kidding, Paul. I'll get back on topic. I lost it. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm just saying we... As a people, evolved. As a what now? As a species. <laughs> we evolved because we put ourselves into dangerous situations. Yeah. We grew and became stronger. You know, the first guy had to go and try and kill a big old critter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we ate for weeks, and it was like, oh, okay. we can get this down. We can eat for weeks. Yeah. Stuff like that. The things about, the always the things about, like, it is the, the, the you know the evolution of all of all things. It's the, risk reward. Yeah, 
They're wearing other other things as clothes, and uh, and the tools thing is always the strange thing yeah. to me. But to get back to this, why we like to get scared thing too. Mm-hmm. That is just an interesting phenomenon on a human level. Yeah, it's why we do roller coasters. It's yep, haunted houses, all that stuff. We do crave it. Yeah, it's in, there's there's adrenaline attached to that. Yeah, and for people who do all kinds of crazy extreme sports and that kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. same thing. Species is both singular and plural. And specie is? Specie is a technical term referring to the physical form of money, particularly coins. All right. So as specie. (laughs) As physical money, particularly coins. I can't wait to jam my specie into the pinball machine. (laughs) (laughs) Is that where specific came from? The kind of coin you're going to use? <laughs> I, don't know. I doubt it. Specific. Now you're going to make him look up the. Uh, I want to know the etymology of specific now. It is the way. No, it's very vague. It's the way Spanish people pronounce <laughs> the ocean. <laughs> the specific. The specific. Which ocean, ocean is that? I swam it. I swam in a very specific ocean. <laughs> All my species fell out of my coin pocket and <laughs> fell to my the species in the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> Boo-hoo. Uh, it's from the Latin um, species. Okay. Uh, let's We're see back here. To species. Um, it is from the same. It is it's from the same Latin wor- word. There we go. Look at us go. Yeah. Look at us figuring out the, the language we speak. Huh? That makes sense, right? If you're looking for the certain uh, kind of coin, you're looking for the certain kind of animal. Okay. We go like penny, uh, nickel, dime. Right. So we go like bird, nickel, bigger dime. bird. <laughs> bird, bird, nickel, dime. bird that's worth 10 birds. <laughs> Moth, Mothman, bird, dime. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we got Mothman, one from Scoop Big bird, Ben. Dime. What the fuck? I'm a scientist. I'm an entomologist. Ooh, red <laughs> eyes. Oh, you study birds. <laughs> That's right. A species or two. What's the entomolo- entomology? Is the is the word? Insects. What's the? Oh, etymology. Et- what's the research of language? What's the bird one? Oh, God damn it! Bird, oh, bird, bird. What's the bird word? Bird, <laughs> bird, bird. What's the bird word? This podcast was cooking up until we didn't know what the fuck anything meant. Well, <laughs> people. Ornithology. Love- Ornithology. Yeah. Is the bird that's, bird? that's birds. Yeah. Okay. Ichthyology is fish. Good. Uh, Isn't etymology the, the background of a word? I think it's it's close to like etymology and and entomology. Ant because it's ants because it's insects. I don't know. No, I think you're right. I do. I think you're right. It is the etymology of a, of a word. Et- etymology is a word. Yeah. That's good. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Etymology is a word that we know. Right. Species is a word because I know that I because I just looked up specific etymology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know that. I was right. I got mixed up. Okay. All right. Next scoop mail from Scoop Big Ben. Hello, sexy, sexy earhole friends. I just started a job working for a mobile photo booth company. It's a fun gig to earn some beer and weed money on the weekends. Any ideas for props that could help me take it to the next level? Any pro tips for upping my tip game? Much love. Fucking you in the well-lit corner of a wedding reception in front of a shimmering gold backdrop. Scoop Big Ben. Oh, hey, Scoop Big Ben. So he wants more tips. He wants tips for um, other kinds of. He, props. W- he wants tips on how to get on how to get more tips. Okay. Uh, and he wants to know props that he can use for his uh, mobile photo photo booth. Okay. I would so do like big like the big crazy sunglasses or something like that. I would like do thought balloons. And Ooh, yeah. 
a comic, dry erase. Comic book explosions. Dry erase would be great, but a comic yeah. book explosion that says fart. <laughs> and so people can hold it up to their butt and make it. Or look just like have a comic book explosion where you can velcro letters. Where you can you can put your own phrase on the on the big Well, splash. he said he said. Oh, thank you. Right. A, a dry, dry erase. erase. Yeah. Dry erase. Be the guy in the mail dry erase or, or me? Yeah. Yeah. Dry erase is one way, but we can also velcro do letters. If you had a cardboard cutout of an explosion, oh, yeah. oh, right? and, they, and they just put whatever, and you can put whatever letters on there to spell yeah. what you want on. Yeah, the that's thing. true. That'd be a good one. But if you have one that just says fart or poo, yeah, then you're 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 already ahead of the and game. And a big inflatable hammer, big inflatable hammer is always fun. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like big boxing glove, a bigger boxing. Oh yeah, glove. that's big good. Big boxing glove, big fun. Those are fun yep. for posing mm-hmm. as well. Uh, Mothman, you can have wings, mothy just wings, big red eyes, sure. and big red eyes. Yep, yeah, big red reflective eyes. You could have the yeah. uh, the glasses with the spring eyes, so your your eyeballs are hanging down. Hey, Halloween just passed. Get to one of them stores on the closeout action and get some of those. By the time they hear this, Halloween didn't neck. just pass. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like those yeah, axes yeah. that make it look like you've stabbed somebody you or, stabbed or your head, you know, blood stuff. Yeah, get some weapons in there. Um, I do a lot of colonial hats. I'd get a lot of colonial hats. A tricornered hat. Tricorn hat. You know, uh, or a lot of white powdered wigs. So you could, in, re, you know, recreate British law scenes from British law. Sure, sure. Everybody very loves, popular. Loves when you go <laughs> as a Tory that. at the wedding. <laughs> a wigged Tory. I serve of the wig party. What else would be fun in those choir robes? Oh, like something that you can flop on top. Oh, capes. Capes, Hero oh, you capes. Different superheroes, yeah. Hero capes, yeah. just capes. Everybody looks like they have a cape. Capes. Of course, I'm sure you already have the big fake mustaches and yeah. the glasses and all the costumes and the the, uh, the flavor flav Viking yeah. helmet. Very realistic looking strap on dildos. <laughs> Hyper yeah. realistic, like, yes. yeah, like not Hyper huge, realistic yeah, very like di- right. Hyper realistic mouth strap on dildos <laughs> that go over the face and protrude from the mouth. You could get some um, some attachments, so you, something something that I could put around my waist that had another attachment on it that could go around someone's head, so that you could form a human centipede. <laughs> oh, like uh, I'd say glasses where you can move the pupils and shape the eyebrows, so you can make all kinds of different expressions. Then you just mm, put it on cute. your head. Yep, yep. that'd be mm-hmm. a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, a five-gallon oh, bucket of fake blood, a rubber butt. <laughs> rubber butt. Everybody loves a rubber butt. Everybody will go crazy rubber with a butt. rubber butt. Rubber, rubber, rubber butt. People wear, people wear it on their head. They yeah, the butt like, head. Guys, oh, yeah. guys. Yeah, I'm rubber butt. Big, big fake rubber boobs. <laughs> rubber butt and boobs. Yep. <laughs> That's good. I like that. <laughs> to go with the hyper realistic uh, strap on dildo. <laughs> um, I like where this is going. Well, we're going with the porn thing. You should have like a. Uh, like something that looks like a money shot, you know, like 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 ejaculate in the air, but it'd be it'd be solid <laughs> in real life. In, in, the, in the photo, it looked like, like it's those flying. like those trick milk cartons that look like yeah, they're yeah, pouring yeah. out on the on yeah, the yeah. counter. Yeah, in fact, like just, a sculpture. Just get just that. Just cut. Just cut, cut, cut it milk. off the milk carton, <laughs> and you're done. It's true. You're absolutely right. Oh, and attach it to the rubber boob. <laughs> See. This is why we get the big I box. went to this photo party, and everyone just took these pornographic photos. <laughs> it's horrific, it was, filthy photos. It was an AT&T corporate <laughs> event, and everyone just has these disgusting photos. They have, they have this this tit shooting milk onto this bed, <laughs> and, and this big dildo sticking up in the middle, and it's saying fart. It's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. And the best part is... It's like 
sense. And the best part is this will this solves the problem of how to get more tips. Because with these, people will tip you like crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the tip. Yeah, they'll tip you to never show these photos. Uh, they'll tip you to burn the evidence. I said the hardest thing about tipping is you got to figure out how to do it with credit cards now. So you got yeah, to look yeah. at this stuff because people just don't carry a lot of cash on them anymore. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you, like Penn said to us, which was, uh, you don't leave the tip thing away from you. You keep the tip thing close to you. So if they're going to talk or interact with you, the tip thing is right with you. And so oh, yeah. You, 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 this is bucket show. Bucket yeah, show yeah. Make it, it makes it more awkward not to tip than to tip. It's how it's, we call that intimidation. Intimidation. And then uh, we, we don't ju- call it we that. Ju- <laughs> we just started calling it intimidation. You make sure you intimidate. We, your we audience. have never if you called it that. You want to graduate from species to to bills. Um, <laughs> and the other thing Penn told us, and this did help, is that we took the one dollar bills off of our buckets and taped twenty dollar bills in our yeah. buckets. Yeah. Yep. It gave a better hint. Yeah. Yeah. So. So I would tape I would tape at least like a five dollar thing to whatever glass or whatever you got going on. And then once those tips start roll, rolling in, you can head over to patreon.com slash hey scoops and share the wealth with the people that gave you the ideas. <laughs> for the big rubber butts and boobs. The rubber butts and boobs. <laughs> and the hyper realistic dildo. And the milk squirt all over everything. Like in my defense, I am a superhero in this photo. I'm also wearing a cape. Yes. The butthead with the cum on it also is wearing a cape. <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> oh, and, and dog turds. And dog turds. Fake yep. dog turds. Sweet, sweet, sweet dog Fake turds. poops. Yeah. And a a uh, a taxidermied dog. A, oh. An actual taxidermied dog. Oh, I would do um like cartoonish like black mask with big money bags. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. It's like good. you just robbed a bank together. Yep. Puppets. With the, with the S with the, with the money yeah, sign with on it. Yeah, with the money it. sign S on it. Yeah. Puppets. Although I think or Gene those, Simmons tried to. Or uh, those hyper-realistic babies. Whatever, whatever the non-Gene Simmons money sign is. The, yeah. the two slashes of Gene Simmons or the one slash. No, I, think, I, I, think the money, I think the money symbol on the bag. I think, I think that's oh, what Gene Simmons uh, tried to trademark. I think your photo booth is still okay. I think so. That too. I don't think Gene is going to show up. You never know. He's everywhere. <laughs> it's true. But Yeah, I might do that. Oh, it'd be really funny. But yeah, hit up the Halloween stores while they're closing out of their stuff. Yeah. yeah. Get some crazy shit there. All right, it's time to do a little Jack versus Nerd. Dresses. You ain't doing a little Jack versus Nerd action? Oh, Just dresses. I? Lots of dresses. Dresses. Big, big dresses that guys can wear. Moo-moos. On the hunt for balls. Actually, dresses with multiple neck holes. So you can have like a two person in one dress. Ooh, yeah. Have three people can in one join, dress. Can join twins. Oh, man. If you start, I get, get one of those giant underwear giant giant pants those giant underwears giant underwears or giant pants giant underwears yeah yeah because then it's even yeah and you can put yeah. like four people in them yeah you get the you get the giant pants uh if you get if you got giant pants and then a realistic uh child sized doll so like a three and a half <laughs> four foot size doll then you could do with the with with the giant pants and that doll you could do a jared from subway picture <laughs> oh, you could. You could be in the giant pants while you're sexually assaulting that child-sized yeah, doll. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. That's so awful. Get it? Feel I'm making fun of Jared from Subway. Feel Jared free Fogel. to uh, feel free to put that in your uh, photo booth. Uh, you could get a fake sub sandwich with a dildo in it. Craig, I let you run the corporate event in Vegas, and now everybody has pictures where they're getting cum on them or they're molesting a baby in pants. What do you want? Yeah, look at the thousands of dollars we just got from bribe money. <laughs> so who's laughing now? Uh, 
No one. No one. <laughs> right. Right. We're stopping. We're, we're putting an end to laughter in photo booths. <laughs> it's enough good times. Now it's time to express your inner demons. Yeah. We have a scooper to hear from My God, What Have I Cone. The categories are true or false. Bit his balls. Weigor? Y G O R. Y G O R. Yeager? Weiger? I don't know. And Edgar Allan Potpourri. Okay. So here we go. I'm going to go. Uh, it's my turn to go first. I'm going to do true or false for 200. Okay. This HBO series about vampires ran from 2008 to 2013. Oh, I get it now. True Blood. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I understand the category now. Okay. Uh, Matt, it's your turn. Uh, I like that category. I'll go with true or false. Okay. Okay. Here we go uh, for 400. This 2014 detective show isn't spooky at all. I shoehorned it into this spookerty because it was an easy answer. You're welcome. Uh, true detective? That's what I would guess. It is Watching true detective. Watching the detectives. Uh, Paul, it is your turn. Ooh, what would you like, like to do? Watching the detective. What is that for? I don't know. You're, you're just that looking at stuff species. in the room. All right. Um, <laughs> you put, put your species, species in there. Paul uh, is just looking around the room wondering about things. Well, it's just a, I don't know. Why don't There's you pick a category in question? Something that's for something. Okay. Uh, go ahead. Uh, give me a... True or false, bit his balls, Wygor oh, or Edgar Allan Poe. 200 for bit his balls, please. All right, let's see here. <laughs> this monster's balls are hairy, especially during a full moon. <laughs> Who is the werewolf? Oh, got This is be. all about the werewolf's balls. Song. The wolf man. What? I'm sorry, it's the wolf man, Paul. The wolf man. Fucker. He was a werewolf, but it he was, was called the, the wolf man. I'll give it to you. Okay. I always give Paul that one. He's a werewolf. Yeah, but I like not giving Paul uh, oh, credit when understand. he gets that. Uh, well, especially because it's, a, ba- it's a category right. based on my hilarious song about the wolf man's balls. Your opinion, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do true I, or false for I 600. I love that song. It still makes me laugh just to think about it. Edward D. Wood Jr., director of terrible <laughs> horror films, had these put in after he lost his own in World War II. Edward D. Wood Jr., director of terrible horror films, had these put in after he lost his own in World War II. True or false? Yeah. I know this one. Uh, I'm going to guess false teeth. Is it false teeth? Mm-hmm. It is false teeth. False teeth. I remember that distinctly from the movie. All right. All right. Matt, your turn. What do you want? I will go with uh, I'll go with true or false for 800, please. All right. Let's see here. This mimic from the show She-Ra is a member of the Evil Horde. If Paul is guessing, he must name the episode that he is in. <laughs> uh, true, false, true, false, true, false, true, false, true, false, 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 False Face, Glimmer's Story is False the episode face. that he's in. Okay. okay. Yeah. No, I, I haven't seen that one. Uh, Paul, it's your turn. All right. I haven't seen it in a while. Um, I'll take uh, Bit His Balls for 400. All right. Let's see here. <coughs> this monster's balls are difficult to bite since they are small and protected by scales. Who <laughs> is the, uh, the creature from the Black Lagoon? What, what was he called? That was the movie. That was the name of the movie. What was the what was the creature called? Oh, the geez. merman? No. The the creature? No. Hold on. He's called. He's called the creature from the Black Lagoon. 
I think he was called Gilman. Maybe. Oh, he just has creature from the Black Lagoon there. All right, there you go. You you right? They, 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 Gilman was his attorney. <laughs> ah, some people. Do I always get that confused. Some people do call him oh, Gilman. I'm Terry Gilman, and I'm here to represent my client, the creature from the Black Lagoon. Please, Your Honor, let him approach the bench. <laughs> it's my turn. I'm going to go bid his balls for six hundred. This monster's balls are old and dusty. No, thank you. <laughs> this is just about the song. I love it. I'm going to go with the mummy. It is the mummy. You got All it. Right. Nailed it. <laughs> oh, I, I can song. I can guess what Paul's jokes are even without hearing that song. There we go. That song is so good. Go for it, Matt. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Edgar Allan Potpourri for 200. All right. Let's see here. This is one of the ingredients of pumpkin spice. Oh, I don't understand. I don't either. Pumpkin spice. Edgar Allan Poe, potpourri. No. Uh, pumpkin? Let's I see here. Guessed. Cinnamon, nutmeg, ginger, cloves, or allspice. Okay, I got that wrong. I guess so. That's no, uh, pumpkin's in it. It's Cinnamon, not- nutmeg, ginger, cloves, or allspice. Wow. <laughs> no, no. There we go. Uh, Paul, what do you want? I want bite his balls for 800. Let's see here. Biting the balls of this monster will turn you into one, probably. <laughs> Vampire? Dracula. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dracula. Paul. It's Dracula. The Dracula. <laughs> Paul loves his own work. He I really do. does. No one loves Paul's songs more than Paul. It's the damn truth. That song especially. That song. Oh, wait. Is that how you spell Igor? Y-G-O-R? Maybe. I guess that's Igor. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I'm going with that. I'm going with that one for 200. Igor has somehow been associated with the voice of this classic actor who never appeared in a Frankenstein film. I can picture the guy. Yeah, me too. Um, I don't know his name. Uh, Matt? Uh, uh, Terrence Howard. <laughs> no. <I pass. laughs> Paul? <laughs> um, Terrence Howard. It would take me a minute to get his name. He's in Casablanca. Oh, what is his name? He's... Oh, it's, 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 it's not Philip Seymour Bogart. Hoffman. That's it. And it's the other guy. Who is it? It's not Lon Chaney. It's, oh, what is his damn name? Boom, 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 boom. Yep. Boom, I can't boom, get it. Won't, it won't pop in. I know it. it Peter Lore. In. That's it. Peter Laurie. Laurie. Yeah, That's yeah. That's right. Peter Laurie. Hide what? me, Rick. What's your story, me. Peter Laurie? What's the story, Peter Laurie? Matt, your turn. I will take uh, Edgar Allan Potpourri for 400, please. Let's see here. Cinnamon. <laughs> Good see. guess. My guess. George Rininger invented this largely hated candy in the 1880s. He called it chicken feed. Mm. Chicken feed. Hmm. He invented a hated candy? Yes. Was it the dots? Like the candy dots on the wax paper? Was was it hated then or now it's hated? I don't know. Right. This largely hated candy. 1880s. Black licorice? Dude, that's what I'm Black licorice. All right, let's see here. Candy corn. Oh, okay. Oh, that's great. People love candy corn. I like candy corn. It's definitely a a divisive thing, though. Yeah. I do like it. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Loves it. Oh, interesting. Really? Loves candy corn. Paul, your turn. I just saw some of my people in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. They're making a trail mix with candy corn and nuts. 
Whoa. That's good. That, but that's All right. good. Yep. Uh, go ahead and give me that. Uh, Igor or potpourri? Give me that potpourri. For 600. Yup. The first jack-o'-lanterns were carved into these instead of pumpkins. Uh, what are watermelons? I believe it's babies. I actually mm. think it's squash. Might be. Let's see here. Turnips. So we're all wrong. Right. Can yep. we click all wrong on all of us? All I'm pretty sure wrong. it was babies. Turnips. <laughs> babies. Babies. Little baby uh, let's turnips. Let's see. I'll go, with, uh, I'll go with Igor. No, I'll go with Edgar Allan Pope Reaper 800. Excuse me. This is 1979 Flintstones Halloween special cursed the world with these brainless lazy puns of Dracula and Frankenstein. I have no idea. This is 1979 Flintstones Halloween special cursed the world with these brainless lazy puns of Dracula and Frankenstein. I don't know. Uh, Matt, passing to you. Uh, suck and bolt. Suck and bolt. No. It's Pass. It's got to be Rockula and Frankenstein. Oh, it is Rockula and Frankenstein. <laughs> wow. It's Yes, it's a simple Flintstone pun. I have never heard that. Matt, have you ever heard of that? No. Okay. Flintstone puns? How all their cre- like whenever somebody shows up. Oh, I just haven't heard of the characters. No, I just haven't heard of those. Oh. Have you heard of those before? Or did you just guess? I just guessed. Oh, okay. Well, well done. It's I would have gotten Rockula guessing. You would not have Frankenstone. I would have come yeah. around for. Yeah. I think. You just got to. Th- is it rock or it's rock or stone or granite? That's basically it. Okay. Uh, like Cary well, Grant was Cary Granite. I oh, obviously okay. took. When he showed up. I obviously took that uh, that question for granted. Or slate. <laughs> all right. Matt, it's your turn, but after that, I don't want to give it to you. <laughs> I took it for granted. Sheesh. Oh, come on, Jacob. Give me a fresh slate. <laughs> You're getting Igor for 400. <laughs> Igor first appeared in this 1939 film. Uh, Igor, a man's story. Gone with the wind. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's it. As uh, God is my witness. I'll never go hungry again. <laughs> I actually use in the the all female Ghostbusters. <laughs> sure, sure. Oh, I wish they'd made that then. That's what they should have. That's what they should have done. It should have been the all female Ghostbusters in the nineteen hundred early nineteen hundreds. Uh, Cas- Casablanca is my answer. Okay, let's see here. Son of Frankenstein. Okay. Cass- <laughs> Cast the blanket. Cast, cast the blanket over my face because I'm tired of playing this game. Paul, you want 600 or 800? 800. 800 for you. Go nuts. Daily double for Ba-do-ba-do. Igor. Oh, I, ran, right. I, I voted all. 1,600. Put it all on the oh. line. Paul is in the lead right now, and he is wagering everything. <laughs> Don't play like the you're living on the razor's edge. What is life worth The living? now familiar spelling of Igor with an I. Ah, uh, that's why I didn't know what the fuck go. the word says. Right. Originates from this. 1933 movie which predates the Frankenstein character this now familiar uh, the now familiar spelling of Igor with an I originates from this 1933 movie which predates the Frankenstein character Dick Tracy oh my god uh vagina Tracy no I'll go ahead and say um yeah he has to guess the daily double yeah Yeah, it, it can't it can't be Frankenstein, it's before Frankenstein be uh the the Invisible Man. Mystery of the Wax Museum. Oh Zach So close. Oh man. And that takes Paul down to zero. Dude. It's my turn. I get to close out the game with Igor for six hundred. Igor was first played by this classic horror film actor. 
Uh, I don't know. Matt. Vincent Price. Vincent Price. I bet it was Lon Chaney. Oh, it's Bella Lugosi. <gasps> I had Guys, no idea. I've seen his haunted mirror. Bella Lugosi? We have his haunted mirror at the museum. You do? Mm-hmm. Still say we. Does it hurt? Your no. heart a little bit? <laughs> People love that mirror, though. People love to get freaked out in that mirror. Good news, Matt. That last uh, that last question that you got right, yeah, that uh, <laughs> catapulted you into second place. I did not get it right. Oh yeah, you didn't get that right. Never mind. Yeah, you're still in third place. I clicked. I clicked that you got it right. I was just so surprised that it was Bella Lugosi. I clicked that you got it right. Yeah, so you're still All in third place. Was. Bella Lugosi. Everybody gets a car. <laughs> Matt has a negative six hundred. I confused you by saying Bella Lugosi's mirror. Paul has zero. That's how powerful which puts that him in second is. place. That That's no joke. And Jacob wins with sixteen hundred. Well at you done, go. Look Jacob. At you go. And uh, thank you for my God, what have I coned? That is, that was a, a good. Uh, it was a, a nice Halloween uh, one, but this is airs whenever this airs. Yeah, it's a Halloweener. Oh, it might it, it might air during <laughs> Halloween. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it could. <laughs> could be that long till we have to air this. What Who a knows? Halloweener! All right, guys. Hey, I want to thank uh, Penn Gillette for creating this podcast. Yeah, thanks, Ben. And I want to thank all you guys uh, for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, whatever time you dedicate to uh, incorporating us into your week uh, makes us makes us feel warm in our balls. Our moth the balls. Best, our rock balls. Moth balls are rock balls. Oh, sorry. You and I have very different feeling balls. In my rock balls. <laughs> warm in my rock balls. It wasn't a rock. Actually, it was. Rock balls. Oh. <laughs> Motion in his trousers. Paul just looked so disgusted. Clink, clank. His rocks are off. Clank, clank. Couple of boulders. Boom, clunk. Watch them smolder. Clunk, clunk. He had rocks for testicles he had to confesticles <laughs> rock, rock balls, balls. <laughs> rock balls um <laughs> so he would be uh fred schneidrock uh, <laughs> okay and they would be the uh bedrock 52s oh bedrock 52s is good oh, probably yeah. gotta be yeah and uh, Pebbles is the redhead. <laughs> Got it. Um, all right. So Whatever I want to. Uh, I want to thank. Uh, I want to thank uh, Penn Granite for creating this podcast. <laughs> um, thank you, Audio Mafia. That's not bad. That's not great. Um, yeah. Thank you. I'd be something with the pen. Be something with pen. What would be graphite? Pen graphite or graphite Gillette? I don't know. Pen? No pen. What's a not graph? Well, no. Well, yeah. You, you write with you a mean. pen. Yeah. Yeah. I know Look, I'm, I'm I right. strike two. If I go for another pun, I can't make one ever again. <laughs> no. I'll go for it then. <laughs> go ahead. I, think I didn't realize that was a rule. Go pen, for it. Pen granite is probably closest. Uh, pen granite. Pen granite. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's better. All right. So. Because it uh, sounds the same. It sounds the same. <laughs> Uh, we're not going to thank Patreons because we, this is a bonus episode and we don't know what the heck. We're just going to thank the people on Patreon, though. But thank you, guys. Anyone who's backing us right now on patreoncom scoops, you're helping us out a ton. You're making yes. our uh, our ability to grow and do things as a business and a community true. possible. So we mm-hmm. thank you so much, and you can help us out if you're not a Patreon already for as little as a dollar. Get access to our bonus RSS feed, and there's all kinds of different tiers. Whether it's access to our audio vault, our sticker club, one of a kind, uh, hangable, glossy, frameable, beautiful artwork. Mm-hmm. Uh, a dedication from the Douche on YouTube. Yep. Um, you know, all kinds of fun, crazy stuff. Puns and jokes and songs. So and many ridiculous right at the rewards. end of the credits. All those things are possible. 
uh, have fun with us and backing us on patreon.com slash hey scoops. You can also watch us every Wednesday at four o'clock Pacific or specific uh, specie at the bucket show.com. Um, all right. Thanks for audio mafia, visual mafia and all of our listeners. Thanks, Sarah. We'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. Watching the uh, story of the mafia. Amazon Prime. While you're there, you can subscribe to our Twitch channel using Amazon Prime. And give us free money. So I was driving 73 miles an hour. Oh, man. There's no way that you can keep up at 73. Chicken kept up in no 73. Way. So I sped up to <laughs> 73 and a half. <laughs> now, there you go. That's Guess, how you make that, so, uh, that joke last. Guess who still kept up? The chicken? Yep. Oh. <laughs> I almost didn't guess the chicken. 74. Oh Shut up. God. It was still there? Chicken still there. No. Then I really jammed down on the pedal. And? Jumped right up to 78. <laughs> what? And then you left that chicken in the dust. For but a moment. Yeah? Then the chicken was there! Shh. How? He was traveling at beakneck <laughs> speeds. <laughs> beakneck speeds! <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> oh, you know what time it is? Showtime. Time for them drums! All right. Proto Scoop would like a limerick about parking fines, but in a positive light. Parking fines. In a parking positive. fines in a positive light. A limerick about parking fines. A limerick fines about in parking fines in a positive light. Okay. People think it's a scourge on our nation, uh, and they don't like when they see the parking station. Uh, but all of those fines, all yours and mine's. Help sometimes pay for a child's better education. There you go. That's a very that's a positive spin on it. The Dark Overscoop would like a limerick about ex-wives finally getting those papers signed, dedicated to learning not not to repeat mistakes. <laughs> Sign the paper, you bitch. Sign it now, you whore. I will not wait another day. Fucking sign it now. <laughs> I'm not doing this again. <laughs> <laughs> that was a mistake. That was a mistake. This is a terrible mistake. Walter Scoopchak would like a limerick about Joey Buttafuoco, dedicated to 25 years ago when we laughed about this type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's someone we could have fucked in the thing. Yeah, yeah, we could have fucked Joey Buttafuoco. Uh, Gross. Joey Buttafuoco. Oh, as people are hearing this, they don't know about that yet. That was a I bank know. show that hasn't aired yet. His girlfriend shot his wife, but did not take her life. She was shot in the head, but she was not dead. But I bet she wishes she was. But a Fuko, <laughs> but a Fuko, but a Fuko. Hey. Scooper Mom would like a limerick about why all the cars in the family take a shit at the same time. Dedicated to all of my fellow cheap ass motherfuckers that refuse to have a car payment and full insurance coverage. All my cars took a shit. What is the deal with it? I just need one that can still kinda run. Is that too much to ask? <laughs> is it? Ah, there it is. Ted Franowitz would like a limerick about coming together in the face of unimaginable tragedy dedicated to the atrocity Creamer Jean committed on a pizza. Did <laughs> <laughs> you put pineapples on it? She must have put pineapples on it. Yeah. In Hawaii, you will not die 
If you put pineapple on a pizza pie, it goes great with cheese. I'm down on my knees saying, pineapple pizza, oh my. It's good shit. Jeff Hunt would like a limerick about crumpets dedicated to breakfast. Crumpets. (laughs) It's kind of like a scone, but it is not a scone. It's a crumpet, you see. A crumpet. Ooh-wee. Not at all a scone. (laughs) Kramer Jean would like a limerick about being allowed back to your favorite dive bar because the owner has died. (laughs) Dedicated to clean slates. Oh, my goodness. Uh, First she put pineapple on some pizza, and then she killed a bar (laughs) owner. The stresses that my life demands. Uh, That old owner, he just don't understand. Uh, but due to his blunder of going six feet under, <laughs> I got my ID back from his cold, dead hands. Atari Hill Sunday would like a limerick about Black Friday dedicated to box store employees. The day was going to be crazy, but went fine. Um, hollow, uh, uh, the holidays are our store's time to shine. Uh, with boxes of deals, uh, it's weird that Someone steals, and, and it's also see weird to see grown adults cut in line. <laughs> yes, that is true. I did watch Black Friday um, videos the other day. Yeah. Boy, is it just... Were there any from this year? There were some. Some of the videos I saw were from this People year. People will cut and then curse you out when you call them out for cutting. That's yeah. what happens. People don't go like, you're right, and they leave. That never happens. No. The only thing that's going to happen when you call someone out for cutting is that they'll just curse at you. Or uh, they'll cut you. When the people are in the wrong, they escalate. It's weird. Yeah. Right. Oh, whatever time it is, it's time for a haiku. Get your nut rags out. Leon Cox would like a haiku about a broken tooth extraction dedicated to me and my faulty teeth. My tooth has shattered. Please, dentist, help. I'm in pain. I have shitty teeth. Sarah Boyle would like a haiku about Christmas creep in retail, dedicated to the employees who must have worked overnight to completely change over the day after Halloween. Santa has appeared. Where did all this shit come from? It's still October. And Frozen 49th Scoop would like a haiku about prude HR ladies and how they can take a great costume and say, it shows too much skin. <laughs> Dedicated to all the loving scoops who made me feel beautiful on Sam Hain? Sam Hain. What's that? That's the day of Halloween or before Halloween. Great. 
It's the celebration of before it was called Halloween. Good. Prudish HR ladies. Mm hmm. You don't know Samhain. It is tradition beyond. I am slut for years. <laughs> slut for years. And now it's time for some triple threat. That's a great costume. <laughs> What'd you slut dress up for as? Years. Slut for slut years. Slut for years. Like, I've been doing it. Like, it's not like my first time. I, I went as slut for years. I just stapled a calendar to my ass. Naked <laughs> <laughs> otherwise. Overdamp Scoop would like a triple threat about concrete. 185 concrete walking to the bar. The bartender says, I'm sorry we don't serve concrete. Concrete, like, we're real thirsty. And the bartender's like, all right, fine. Here's here's some drinks, and the concrete's like, oh, we're thirsty again. He's like I just served you. And the concrete's like, we're quick dry. <laughs> I like my women. Like I like my concrete, wet for like moments. Ooh. I like my women. Like I like my concrete. Made it home in a wheelbarrow. Uh, they call me concrete because if you step on my crack, I'll break your mother's back. They call me concrete because you can write your initials in me and it'll stay for life. What's the difference between your mom and concrete? Mm. One has to be delivered in a giant truck that takes up half the road, and the other one is concrete. Mm. What's the difference between your mom and concrete? What? what? One buried Jimmy Hoff underneath Giant Stadium, <laughs> and the other's concrete. Walter Scoopjack would like a triple threat about Jack in the Box tacos, dedicated to my father for introducing me to those greasy corn envelopes of unknown providence and unparalleled deliciousness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 185 Jack in the Box tacos walking the bar. And the bartender says, who's cooking cat? <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, my women, uh, like I like my Jack in the Box tacos. Reeking of cat. <laughs> <laughs> they call me the Jack in the Box taco because I'm a greasy wad of meat. <laughs> I was going to say, I am, a, I am a greasy, sweaty envelope of <laughs> mystery meat. Yep. Uh, what's the difference between uh, your mom and a Jack in the Box taco? What? what? I can eat one to go for a dollar, and the other's a Jack in the Box taco. <laughs> Uh, let's see. What uh, XL XL you get two scoop. tacos for a dollar? Oh, you're right. That's true. <laughs> XL scoop wants a triple threat about old white bigots dedicated to the rest of us who have to deal with stupid motherfuckers. 185 old white bigots walking to the bar. Bartender says typical. <laughs> 185 uh, old white bigots walking to the bar and be like, "You're not going to serve them, are you?" Oh. I like my women. Like I like my old white bigots. Fuck the ignorance right out of him. Too strong? Mm. No, it's fine. Um, they call me the old white bigot because of my antiquated beliefs. <laughs> they call me the old white bigot because I'm getting old. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the difference in your mom and an old white bigot? What? Nothing, an ugly bitch. Oh, oh boom, zing. She is an old white bigot. Old white bigot, that old white bigot. She wouldn't like this song because it's sung by an African-American man. <laughs> Aaron would like a triple threat about H.R. Puffin stuff dedicated to all those groovy 70s kids shows. Right. Is that 185 H.R. Puffin stuff? H.R. Yep. Puffin stuffs. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to do this at all. No. 
185 HR Puffin Stuffs walking to the bar. And the bartender says, I'm sorry, we don't serve uh, HR Puffin Stuffs. And the Puffin Stuffs are like, oh, we're just looking for directions. We're in the land of the lost. Ah, there you go. There you go. Uh, I like my women like I like my H&R Puffin Stuffs in their 70s. Good. Uh-huh. Uh, they call me the HR Puffin Stuff because I'm slee stacked. Uh, I like my women like I like my H&R Puffin Stuff. Uh, wait, I already did this one. I meant to say, what's the difference between your mom? What's the difference between your mom and HR Puffin Stuff? What's that? What? Oh, uh, one is a freaky character covered in felt that gives children nightmares. Yep. And the other is HR Puffin Stuff. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Ben Capone would like a triple threat about snot rags dedicated to my girlfriend for taking care of me when I was miserably sick. What's that about nut rags? Yep. Snot rags. Nose nut rags. Yep. Uh, 185 uh, snot rags walking the bar. Bartender says, look, if you're going to stay here, you got to dance. And they're like, how how can you make us dance? He goes, I'll put a little boogie in it. Oh! I like my women like I like my snot rags infused with aloe. Uh, they call me the snot rag because you don't really want me around most of the time, but when I'm the one that you need, you really need me. That's right. What's the difference between your mom and a snot rag? What's what? that? Uh, I can always find one in the bottom of your grandmother's purse. Oh. What? Wait, it's the same? I don't know. What's the same I don't know. have in common? That's the same. I don't know. That I don't... I, I, We're going to workshop that one and get yeah, back to I, you. I what, get back uh, to that. What is, uh, what's, uh, what's the difference between the snot rag and your mom? What? Well, at least the snot rag's a little moist. Your mom's just a dry bitch. Scoop to my loo. What's the between your snot rag and a mom? What? I would take a chance licking what's in a snot rag. <laughs> <laughs> Scoop to my loo wants a triple threat about gluten-free bread. Gluten-free bread. Gluten-free bread. 185 uh, gluten-free breads walk into the bar, and the bartender's like, how do you exist? Right? <laughs> right? Uh... I like my women like I like my gluten-free bread. Uh, they're like the Police Academy movies after four. <laughs> Wait, that's Gutenberg-free. <laughs> uh, they call me gluten-free bread. On the outside, I kind of look like it, but once you really get to know me, it ain't no. the same. What's the difference between your mom and gluten-free bread? What's what? that? Your mom's a gluten for punishment. <laughs> Uh, Corey McTitz Owens, he's a great guy, uh, would like a triple threat about lazy people dedicated to a nap I took instead of working. Preach. 185 lazy people walking on the bar. It closed five minutes before they got there. <laughs> <laughs> they call me the lazy people. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yes. I like my women like I like my lazy people. Uh, it's easy to uh, steal all their belongings while they're taking a long shower. What's the difference uh, between your mom and a lazy person? What's that? One of them won't move while I'm fucking them because they don't want to. The other one won't move because they can't. Because <laughs> the big old fat thing can't move. <laughs> you ugly bitch. Fucking, Leave her alone. Leave her alone. I get it. She's fat. Big old fat mom. Oh, come on. Scoobometrics wants a triple threat. She can't move if she wants to. Scoobometrics wants a triple threat about ex-girlfriends. I'm going to set fire to her foot and see what she does. 185 <laughs> ex-girlfriends walk into the bar. The bartender's like, of all the nights. 
I like my women like I like my ex-girlfriends. One more for the road. <laughs> they call me the ex-girlfriend because I come up with the lame excuses to come by your house and see what you're up to. <laughs> What's the difference between your mom and an ex-girlfriend? What? I'd still fuck an ex-girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> David Sorensen wants a triple threat about divorced dads dedicated to myself. Oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sorry, Dave. On, on to bigger and better things, my friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, he means your kids. 185. <laughs> on to bigger and better kids. On to bigger and better kids. Uh, 185 divorced dads to walk in the bar and be like, I don't know, it's been so long. Uh, Budweiser? That, <laughs> that you all have here? Yes. <laughs> I like my women like I like my divorced dads. Desperate for pussy and they'll pay for it. <laughs> They call me the divorced dad. Wait, do they? Shit. What's happening? (laughs) Oh, no. I didn't want you to find out this way. What's the difference between your mom and a divorced dad? What? Uh, One of them will lay still because they're lazy while I'm fucking them, and the other one can't move at all. Big old fat mom. (laughs) Mr. Braidface wants a triple threat about Master Torgo. Master Torgo. 185 Master Torgo's walking to the bar. Partner says, we don't serve Master Torgo here. Torgo's like, ah, fuck it. I just came here because I heard it was role-playing night. (laughs) Uh, I like my women like I like Master Torgo. They'll fuck you on role-playing night. (laughs) Uh, They call me Master Torgo. The right place our voices could be confused, maybe. It's tricky, though. What's the difference between your mom and Master Torgo? What? Master Torgo just lay there because he's lazy when I'm fucking on him. But then your mom just lays there because she can't move. I know. Big old fat bitch. It's a bits of the problem. I'm going to set her foot on fire and see no, what happens. No. Why would you do that? Just see if she'll move. <laughs> James Monroe wants a triple threat about goats. No dedication, but thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. 185 uh, goats walking to the bar. Barnard says, we don't serve goats here. The goats are like, are you kidding me? <laughs> 185 uh, goats walking to the bar. Bartender says... Uh, uh, we don't serve goats here. And they're like, oh, that really gets my gruff. <laughs> I like my women like I like my goats. Bad. <laughs> uh, they call me the goat because I fuck on all fours. <laughs> What's the difference between your mom and a goat? What? What's that? Well, one is the greatest of all time, and the other is that fat-ass m- bitch mom. Oh, no. She's very fat. No, she's so fat. She's so fat, she jumped up in the air and got stuck. I. Uh, I uh, What's the difference between your mom and the goat? What? What? Uh, one is, is a real nag, and the other is a, is a, is your mom. Uh, What's the difference between your mom and a goat? A what? Goat. One has a beard, and the other one's a goat. Ah, <laughs> What's the difference between your mom and a goat? Horns and hooves. Yeah. <laughs> and shits in the living room. And the and other eats is paper a, cups. And eats cups and tin cans, and the other's a goat. Yeah. What's the difference between your mom and a goat? All the things about a goat. Keep going. What? <laughs> what? Uh, one of them tries to cross the bridge, and one of them keeps them from crossing the bridge because she's a troll. What's the difference between your mom and a goat? What? One's all lives on hills and shit and jumps on tiny little, <laughs> tiny little cracks. Yeah. And then, you know, jumps around, fucks other goats. One, one, one you like look at the cliffside and you're like, how did she get up there? And then, is she just hanging out or she's stuck? Yeah, the other's a goat. And the other's a goat. Ah, What's the difference between your mom and a goat? What? Uh, one of them, you're not disgusted when you see it fucking goats. <laughs> <laughs> and the other's a goat. Yeah, the other's a goat. 
what? Twist. Yeah, twist. Jordan Campbell with a triple threat about pardoned turkeys dedicated to all the delicious birds who gave their lives for Thanksgiving dinner. 185 pardoned turkeys walking the bar. Pardon says, we don't serve pardoned turkeys here. And they're like, damn it. I thought I was having a good day. 185 pardoned turkeys walking to a bar. Martin says, we don't serve pardoned turkeys here. The turkeys say, well, pardon me. <laughs> I like my women like I like my pardoned turkeys. They were almost the national bird. <laughs> I think that's a myth. No, it's not. I think it is. No. They call me the pardoned turkey because if I was that close to Donald Trump, I wish I was just dead anyway. Mm. <laughs> I, uh, what's the difference in your mom and a pardoned turkey? What? what? I fucking fucked the shit out of a pardoned turkey, man. <laughs> mm, give me that mm. give me that gizzard. What's the difference between your mom and a pardoned turkey? What? Nobody's upset that the turkey's still alive. Mm. <laughs> What's the difference between your mom and a pardoned turkey? <laughs> what? One, you get in the kitchen, you find out she's got a weird bag of giblets in her. <laughs> and the other's a pardoned turkey. Oh. You should not cook her with those in there. No, oh. you should not. At least, at least take the plastic bag out. Aaron would like a song. Uh, oh, a lullaby. Uh, oh. So I can go to sleep. Matt and Jacob, please chime in. Dedicated to Insomniac Scoops, you know who you are. Okay. Close your eyes And imagine that your butt is falling off Your butt is falling off Close your eyes and imagine that your wiener is a big or a plane, a big old boat or plane flying in your dreams. Close your eyes and imagine your butt and wiener falling and flying. Close your eyes and dream about your wiener flying into your own butt and then turning into a boat with butt sails. A big penis boat with butt sails. Taking you to dreamy land. There's no safer place to be than this big penis boat with big butt sails. And you dream of all the cheese that you that to you're be. swimming and flying around the sea. What can it be? It's a jet ski made of that weird elbow skin You can tug on the edge of your elbow But you're not going too slow No, you're going fast On a weird elbow skin jet ski Elbow skin jet ski Elbow skin jet ski And a boat with big butt sails Penis boat with big butt sails And elbow skin jet ski Flying around your brain sleep sleep Elbow skin jet ski Elbow skin jet ski Penis bone with giant butt sails Parts of your body becoming nautical vessels 
a kayak. Your toes are a dock. So let's tie off at the toes dock with our peeve. Our penis boat and our elbows can jet skis. The ropes on your boat are pubic hair. It's time for sleep. Good night. Your knees are a submarine. If you're not submarine a knees. <laughs> elbows can jet skis. Penis boat with big butt. Best song yet. <laughs> See ya, Scoops! If that doesn't put you to sleep, I don't know what will. <laughs> I don't know why we're even saying bye. It'll Everybody's work. asleep yeah, now. put you to something. I'll be waiting for your phone call, Mr. Sesame Street. <laughs> That's, that Mr. Is, S Street. That is recorded narcolepsy right there. <laughs>